0: Welcome to Unwired, the vehicular podcast. All right, I'm back in the car, actually leaving an appointment and heading back to one of the offices. So, we're here for another podcast of Unwired. And a gentleman just got angry with me because I kept driving. It's very interesting. All right. So, yeah, you may get the GPS in the background because I don't trust my directional skills, but once again. this is right unwired and not driving around D.C. Even though I might start up a podcast, it might be easier to just start up a podcast called Roads Around Maryland. Yeah, you may want to stop. See, I'm telling you that it's easier to just talk about traffic and traffic patterns right onto Road. than to actually talk about unwired while you're driving. Um, There was an article I was reading about distracted driving and how even not having a cell phone in your hand keeps you distracted. But I wonder, when you have conversations in the car, no one considered that distraction. Um, So, how does that work? Is it just your mental capacity to think and drive at the same time? You sort of lose that ability? So, today, I actually had an idea... About, um, I have an idea for doing a podcast on creating music. You know, different ways to create music. Um, But I want to actually do that in the office, so that I can go over some of the techniques that I've used in times past. I don't make music regularly, and I make it for specific purposes. Whether it's underlay music for a video that I'm doing, or Whether it's... You know, I'm just in the mood to make a song that I might like. And sometimes I'm not good at it. I don't know how people who do that for a living, how well they do it. And I'm very impressed with people who can make music for a living. It is a phenomenal thing to make something that other people really enjoy. And music, I really love music. Um, I wish I had, if, if there was any one skill... That I would like to have, it would be that skill. And I've worked with quite a bit of, um, I've worked with quite a bit of uh, musicians, people who make music, and I think their thought process is just amazing. So, but anyway, that was what I thought I could be doing, but I won't be doing that today. <laughs> today, we're really just going to talk about um, some experiences that I've gone through recently with uh, technology, working a, uh, a wedding recently, doing audio for a wedding. I've had quite a bit of audio work being done lately. Um, and I wanted to talk about some of the, the different uh, tools that we use with creating audio. I think I went over uh, last time the, the equipment, if you just want to get started, some of the equipment you need. Um, But what I've come to realize is there's adapters that we don't think a lot about. There's quite a bit of adapters that you find yourself needing. Uh, I'll give you an example. Yesterday I was working with someone who wanted to plug into our soundboard so that they could send audio to their their camera. So they had a wonderful Sennheiser wireless microphone system. Uh, that comes with the adapters to plug right into the cameras, the, the 3.5 millimeter or eighth inch connector to plug into your camera. And what we found was the outputs of the board were male. So we had male XLR outputs and she handed me a male XLR uh, connector that plugs into an eighth inch that goes into her uh, transmitter. So what would I need? I would need a converter. I would need the female to female XLR barrel converter so that we can um, adapt her cable to work with the output of the soundboard. But for the life of me, I couldn't find one. I thought we had it. And I realized I didn't have my kit with me. And in my kit over the years, I've figured out I, I have adapters for every circumstance. I hate to be on location and realize you can't do something necessary because you don't have the right adapter. <clears throat> so, what I ended up doing was coming out of the board, the board has the two RCA um, track outputs. I came out of the board RCA, converted that to 3.5, converted that to eighth inch, and then used that to go into her transmitter right by 8th US West, US South, I-97 and call. we were able Washington. to get her, her signal now of course that meant I had to, we had to make some adjustments on her receiver because the signal is now not mic level, it's line level so we had to bring the sensitivity way down from minus 15 to minus 36 and then she was able to get a, a good sustainable signal for the reception That's one of the things that we don't always think about when it comes to getting audio gear. What sort of adapters and connectors do you need so that you can do your job properly? I mean, um, I remember one time having the wrong cables, the wrong XLR cables for um, an event. And you're saying, well, how could you have the wrong? It's male on one end, female on the other. It's mic to speaker or microphone to mixer. Well, it so happened, I don't even remember which model of mixer it was, but it so happened that the mixer was not male out, it was female out. And so the cable ended up being reversed, and at that time... It was a good thing I had barrel converters to change female to male. And then I was able to plug right into my speaker from the output on the mixer, and I was able to get my signal. If I hadn't had that, I would have been out of luck. Um, Having quarter inch to eighth inch, having RCA to quarter inch, all these adapters you should have in your kit have an XLR to quarter-inch. Now, what I haven't had much success with, and I have three of these cables now, is XLR to quarter-inch unbalanced cables. I have not had great success with those. For some reason, they either break prematurely, and I'm, I'm, I'm buying what I consider to be good cables, but they're just not lasting, you know. Um, Not sure what the problem is there, but I haven't had great success so what I end up doing is XLR to quarter inch cables, which I've had great success with those, and then using a converter to change quarter to eighth inch if I need it. Now, having multiple kit bags, that's very funny because I have the tendency, I would rather pay money to buy multiple versions of the same cable and keep them in different cars or keep them in different kit bags so that I always have them. Um, I know quite a bit of time ago, Victoria and I went through a checklist of things you need before a show, making sure you go over that checklist. But what I've found to be easier is not having something in one bag for a show then you, you know, you have to run and do a different show and you end up forgetting just to move one thing from one bag to the next. Just have multiple versions. Most of these adapters aren't super expensive, even when you buy really good ones. They're not super expensive, so it's a great idea to buy multiple, especially if under bad circumstance you get a bad connector, at least you have a replacement. Um, I have to go order some more now for my church because I realize we don't have them. What ha- what often happens as well, especially in a church circumstance, is you might you might have one in your kit as a spare, and then as you expand or you're doing other things, in a pinch, you'll use a converter or an adapter. And you'll forget where you used it. And since you're not going back to tear down the thing, this is this might be a more of a permanent location. At the time you're saying, okay, I'm just going to put this in this spot for a little while, but you know I'll come back and fix it. And then you forget. So you have to go back and check periodically. Where have I used it? Where has one of the assistants used it? One of the other volunteers? Have they used this item in a pinch? Or worst-case scenario, you do tear down after an event, but you put it in your back pocket, and then it's gone. We've uh, batteries, rechargeable batteries, notorious for that. Some people will just invest money in in a bunch of alkaline batteries instead. But we're not talking about batteries today. We're talking about adapters. Now, in the video world, um, I think adapters have become even more crucial. Back when VGA was the only game in town, it was very easy to just have uh, the one cable. You might uh, do an an extension for VGA, you might have to convert VGA to RCA or S-Video, but that was it. That was your three options. Now, within the past maybe five, six years, And I blame Apple for this. There's been a myriad of connections. Apple has come out with a couple of different connections, now going mostly to Thunderbolt, but you also have their power connections on their devices, which double as outputs. Then they're releasing products without any HDMI output, without any VGA or any type of video output. And they just have the power connector or their lightning cable, which now you got to get something to adapt lightning to the whatever you're using, VGA, S-Video, heaven forbid you're still using S-Video. But you have HDMI, DVI, you have Thunderbolt, you have, um, oh, what's the other one? There's a, um, in fact, I just had to use it the other day. So there's DVI for the digital, the HDMI uh, for digital. There's... um, I'm going to have to go back and research this. That's the hard thing when you're driving, you can't just look it up on your phone. But you have all these different kinds of video signals now. And if you're still using an older system like we have ours um, plated into the wall as DVI, Excuse me. As VGA. We have to have converters for everything now. Um, So we have... You have to have an HDMI to VGA converter. You have to have a DVI to VGA converter. You have to have a Thunderbolt to DVI to HDMI to VGA converter. And these things do end up costing a bit more money than than the video cables do than the audio cables do, excuse me these adapters ended up costing real money if you want a good adapter so and these, unless you tie them down they have the tendency to walk so you have to really be careful about what kind you buy, make sure you research it properly, I I know we love to turn to certain stores Amazon you can get a lot of these adapters inexpensively but then you find out that they don't work very well so you have to be very Keep careful right to to seven, about Maryland. buying um, inferior adapters so we also encounter issues where uh, your adapter itself does it need to be adapted doesn't need to be powered uh, there are a lot of black magic. Black Magic Design has come out with quite a bit of um, converters. Powered converters and these are powered over USB-C. Oh, I forgot that one. Some places some um, devices are doing USB-C uh, to transmit video or audio. And I'll I'll, I'll circle back I'll circle back with an issue that I had over HDMI at an event just the other day. But when you have these powered adapters, uh, how they are powered is important. Do you have access to proper power? Uh, with the invent of USB C power, you can use a power bank to provide power, you can use the laptop itself to provide power. Then you also have instances where, um, let's give you the situation I encountered, uh, and this is quite difficult, especially with all these different kind of adapters. We received a laptop to play music at an event, so we plugged into the headphone jack on the laptop, and we're playing music. And Then the person said, okay, they want to show a slideshow using the same laptop, and it only had a HDMI uh, connector. The problem is, HDMI is also used to send audio. So as soon as we plugged in the HDMI to send video, we lost the audio. So now we have to scramble. But we had an adapter, because it was a VGA system, we had an HDMI adapter, I should just be able to plug the eighth inch cable that's going to the mixer into that VGA adapter. Well, it turns out someone managed to swap out my HDMI to VGA adapter, and the one that I was using didn't have an audio input for you to split audio from the HDMI out. And now you know that a VGA cable is not going to send audio signal. So I had to go into the laptop configuration, turn it off of using HDMI, and send it through the headphone jack. Now you say, well that sounds simple enough, sure, but when you're doing a wedding and this person wants the timing to be exact, that thing takes time, it takes time to do that. The, you have to, the computer has to be responsive enough, the, you have to know all the settings because where the settings are in Windows 7 are different in Windows 10, and if there's a Mac they're in a completely different place. So you're encountering all these things all the while you're trying to make this change as the wedding coordinator is hissing in your ear, come on, come on, I need this done, I need this done. And you're like, okay, but it's going to take time. If you have the right adapter, then that's not an issue. Unfortunately, we didn't. So there's many steps you have to take in that regard. So it means I have to go back and order the right adapter because I don't know where the other one went, even though I taped it to the pretty thick 15-foot VGA cable, It still got legs and walked away. So what's the other thing that happens? Now, you have... um, Huh. So what's the other thing that happens? You have these adapters. You have to have the right adapter. You're never sure which laptop is going to show up, so you try to have an adapter for each... um, situation then if you're doing a multi-room area you have to have an adapter for every room and you have to caution the people don't move the adapters so you have that in place then sometimes people bring in a system that you can't even you don't have an adapter for what do you do in that case what's your contingency plan If you're running AV for a facility or for a church, the idea is to plan for every contingency. But every time a new technology comes out, you have to wait for someone to make these adapters. And if you have early technology adapters, you may not be able to get those adapters in time, especially not a working adapter. I always suggest the first set of adapters that come out, don't buy them because a lot of times they don't work or they're really high priced when you have to buy them from the manufacturer. We had uh, also at this wedding, we wanted to play music, as I mentioned, from the laptop, but the there was a password on the laptop, and there the bride is, the groom is up there taking pictures. The groom, It was the groom's laptop. He's taking pictures. The wedding coordinator didn't want to annoy him, so she was gonna play the audio from her phone so I have an RCA to 8th inch cable that I was just gonna plug into the mic jack on the phone and play music from the phone but it's an Apple phone Apple phones don't have audio outputs anymore they're all Bluetooth so now I'm stuck we had to do what I hate to do the most which is Hold a microphone up to the phone so that we can hear the audio from it. I think that is the cheesiest thing in the world. Sure, it works in a pinch, but then you're you're locked into standing there holding that um, that phone. It is pretty silly. Right eight, so Norbead, those are some of the circumstances third, we third face, and East, as always. Maryland. We're we're interested in hearing your configuration issues, some issues that you've gotten stuck with. Well, I don't know where I was going. I missed my exit. It's so easy to do here. As the instructions are being rattled off to you, the GPS recites the names of every single street. And we were going around a roundabout, and it says take the third exit. I couldn't tell which one was the third. So what I thought was the third ended up being the second. Uh, But luckily, I'm able to just take another exit and get to where I'm going. So no harm, no foul. So we're back at adapters. We've covered audio adapters and video adapters. There's also computer adapters, um, networking adapters that allow us to do some interoperability. Now, I haven't done a lot of networking talk uh, on Unwired only because uh, Victoria and I were focusing really on um, AV but with the convergence of AV and networking, I mean, I've taken four different certifications this year which required knowledge of both AV and networking and so the, with the convergence, you're going to end up in situations where you have to have adapters. So once again, I got this anecdote of an experience that we just went through. We were doing a show that we needed to stream. We needed to video stream from one of the Senate buildings. I bet you didn't know the Senate. There's quite a few Senate buildings. We were... Okay, maybe you did know, bad assumption on my part, but we were streaming from one of the Senate buildings, and we weren't able to get a hard line at the time, so they were thinking about doing wireless. The problem with doing wireless is it's not as dependable as a wired connection, especially for streaming video, which usually requires high bit rates. So we have that to deal with. Then second thing, it wasn't even a dedicated wireless. It was the guest wireless. Now what people don't realize is for security reasons, the guest wireless doesn't allow guests to talk to other guests. You can't search, you can't do discovery, network discovery on the wireless. So what that means is if you and I both have our phones connected to a guest wireless system we may be able to see each other's IP address but we can't talk to each other's IP address so this means that if i'm trying to configure a device over wi-fi you can't do it on a guest wi-fi so there's this box you, you that you can purchase it's called a wi-fi bridge some people call it an extender it's also referred to as a bridge um, and what you can do is connect the bridge to the Wi-Fi and create your own network behind it. Now, not all extenders do it, and not all bridges do it, because it requires you to feed out DHCP. What DHCP does is it gives an address to all your devices. So normally you'll get an, an a, address from the Wi-Fi, which enables you to browse. But this... Wi-Fi bridge puts you behind another address, and those addresses can talk to each other. So even on a guest, work, a guest network, you can get a setup where you have multiple devices that talk to each other. And that is important. If I had had one of those at the time of this stream, everything would have worked out so much better. Uh, it would have been far, far easier to do the configuration that I needed to do because the boxes can speak to each other. As it turns out, I didn't have one of those, so I had to go out and purchase one. And I did find one made by TP-Link. I don't remember the model number offhand, so I went ahead and purchased it, and I'm going to get it configured so that anytime I go to a show or an event and I need the Wi-Fi, I need to be able to speak to my devices behind a guest Wi-Fi or any Wi-Fi, because it it does provide you a certain level of security as well, I'm going to set up this Wi-Fi, this wireless access bridge, so that I'll have my own SSID that I can connect to and then still speak to my machines behind this network. The downside to that is, come to find out, (laughs) there's a new malware that's attacking... Wireless bridges and routers and things of that nature and this device that I bought is on that list That's vulnerable to this issue and there hasn't been I don't know if they've released a firmware for it yet But on a good note There these open source Projects one of them was WW DDRT which I think has been abandoned, but there's also an open WRT and then there's another um, open source firmware update, which will enable you to override the manufacturer's firmware, get rid of that vulnerability and introduce new um, options and, and uh, techniques for this Wi-Fi bridge. And if you don't like it, you could always return to stock firmware. So you're not stuck. So, these are some different options available to you. These are some of the different adapters that you find yourself using in different situations. That's a lot of different adapters. have their place. Uh, they shouldn't be used all the time, especially when you have to pile adapters on top of adapters. You tend to lose um, strong signal strength. You tend to introduce multiple additional points it of failure. Exit to the right. So, Having multiple adapters, oh, I miss the days of Radio Shack when you can just run to Radio Shack and pick up whatever you need. Uh, Guitar Center has taken over for that, so you can usually get a lot of adapters that you might need at Guitar Center. But then there's rumors that Guitar Center may be going out of business soon. Um, So we hope that's not the case. So there are all these adapters available what do you need to use adapters for have, You know, I'd like to hear some stories what circumstance situations have you had to use adapters um, and what has been your experience with them are you happy with your adapters uh, are there some that you swear by let me know and on top of that What else have you gotten into lately? Always, don't forget, you can contact us at contactinfo at unwiredthepodcast.com. There's also Twitter, unwiredthepodcast.com. There's our Facebook page, unwiredthepodcast.com. Many different ways to reach out to us, and we hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening. you have an idea for a podcast but don't know how to get started you have your thoughts all planned out you know what you want to say but you have no idea how to get it online well we at space age consulting can help you go from idea to full-fledged production and you can get your voice heard by millions We can give you the right tools, the right equipment, the right software, as well as the right websites. We can teach you how to do SEO and make sure that many people have access to your podcast. You want to know how to get on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube? Contact us at Space Age Consulting. You can go to our website, www.spaceage-llc.com and check on the contact link. You can also reach us at Unwired the Podcast through email at contactinfo at unwiredthepodcast.com. Let's take your dream and make it into a podcast. You have a need. You need your network to be secure. You need your users to feel secure. And you have to know that you're backed by the best network security company out there. Contact Brainwave Consulting. They specialize in small businesses, houses of worship, and educational facilities. Protecting your data while you feel secure. Contact Brainwave Consulting at www.brainwavecc.com